For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. Happy Wednesday, May 10th, 2023, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. Today we're going to be reading and discussing Luke chapter 22, verse 3 and 4, and it reads, Then Satan entered into Judas, called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. Satan himself entered or possessed Judas. This is the first time we see Satan enter Judas, and we see it again in John chapter 13, verse 26 and 27, during the Last Supper. There it says, So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then, after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. And I could be mistaken, but I'm not sure there's another instance in Scripture where we see Satan himself possess a man directly. Though we do see plenty of demonic possession in Scripture, and of course we see Satan's influence over people plenty as well. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 23, Jesus rebukes Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me. Now, I don't think this is speaking of satanic possession of Peter, but rather satanic influence over Peter's thoughts. In both instances, Peter and Judas, we see Satan working to thwart God's plan. And I think it's easy to rally against Judas and what he did, but dismiss or even look fondly at Peter for what he was rebuked for. Judas sought to deliver Christ to the authorities. Peter was trying to state that he wouldn't let anything bad happen to Jesus. Peter thought what he was doing was out of love. Yet due to lack of knowledge, he was unaware that he was in fact speaking of being a hindrance to God's preordained plan of salvation. And I believe we see this same spirit or same satanic confusion in many Christians today. We on our podcast fondly refer to them as affirmation preachers. But it's those who seek to bless what God has cursed, accept what God has rejected. In the same way that Peter thought what he was doing was protecting Jesus, that it was right, many today think that what they're doing is loving, that it's right. But God determines what's right, and men fall in line. God has a plan, and we either are walking in compliance with that or in objection to it. You can't outlove God. He is love. And you can't protect God because he can't be opposed. What we can do and what we should do is obey. Obedience is what we're called to. Yeah, Peter had a great zeal and passion to follow Jesus. Like his intentions were good, but he didn't understand what Jesus came to do. Like Spencer mentioned, we have many affirmation preachers today who only know Jesus as love. Therefore, they don't, they don't know his words completely. 
They don't fully understand who Jesus is and the work he came to accomplish. But I wouldn't put Peter in this category with the affirmation preachers today. Peter knew what sin is, and when he did sin in his denying Jesus, um, when he denied him three times before the rooster crowed, it says he wept bitterly. We do not hear of these affirmation preachers weeping bitterly over their sin of denying Jesus. They are willfully ignorant as they have no excuse. They are teachers of God's word, which they either neglect or twist his words. They want a following, but Peter was willing to be persecuted for the truth. Yeah, Peter was certainly no affirmation preacher. Uh, in our Psalm of the day, it comes from Psalm chapter 73, verse 25. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 10, verse 3. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. And I'll end praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.